Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Here's someone about to bag the 790. Would that be the uh, the well Mega Millions? If you're bagging the 790, you're going to be 35 short. It's up to yeah. like eight and a quarter now. I'm going to hit. Uh, I'm going to hit the uh, convenience store on the way home. Just going to take my uh, take my swing. See what yeah. happens. If I'm not here tomorrow, you'll know why. It's up to eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Four eighty eight cash. Four eighty eight. How about that? I think I could do. Well, I, th- I think you I make could... more money than Kyler Murray if you do that. Yeah, I won't have to study. That's you don't have to have four hours of study time. That's right. I, 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 <laughs> and I know this will come as a huge shock. I would completely, if I had four eighty eight in the bank, I would completely let myself go. Really? Oh yeah. No more. Uh, no nope. more program. Nope. It's gonna just nope. Complete. No. No. Like, go go full Caligula on this I deal. I huh? wouldn't shower. Oh, I wouldn't, man. I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now people are upset Tiger Woods is not on your goats list. Oh, stop it. And neither is uh, Michael Phelps. Ugh. All righty. It's <sighs> Ruskin and Zach here on ESP in Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. So I'm curious what everybody thinks about this. You, you out there, you, everybody, about how like everybody is making their case right now for whichever team they pull for. And what about uh, this season is how it's going to play out. My thing is, if you present me your case, and I'll give you three qualifiers. If you give me more than that, you don't have a strong case. And then your three qualifiers also have to be solid. Like, you can't throw if they stay healthy. Everybody's got to do that. That's not, that's not, a, uh, that's not a viable um, caveat to your picks. So, I'm seeing the, the, the chatter. People are picking nine wins. A couple different websites have picked nine wins, but the case they present is not all that strong, in my opinion. There's not some strong um, underpin. There, there's seven or eight, uh, if, if then, the, in the argument. Well, seven or eight? 
You're talking a long shot now, as uh, far as I'm concerned. If you've got questions, you're probably not in that conversation. That doesn't mean you can't get there, but it, it, this time of year in July, you're probably not there. Look at your position groups. You have the If your team doesn't have the best position group in your conference somewhere along the way, it's probably not going to happen. Right. And um, we mentioned that um, Arkansas's got the toughest schedule again. That, that so one, you, that's a big one. Like it's it's really difficult. They have the toughest schedule, and this is. Uh, let me be very clear about this. This is not a knock. This is going to sound like a knock. It is not a knock. It is a fact. They have the eighth or ninth most talented roster in the league. Now that sounds really rude to say, right? But it it's it's true because the other <laughs> there are other teams in this league that are so talented that that's that's where you are. I mean, last year they had the tenth talented, most talented roster in the league according to two four seven, and they got to eight and four, and they won the bowl game and got mm-hmm. to got to nine wins. So it's doable, but there's a certain bounce of the ball factor here that you know the, these things have a way of evening the the house it gets even at some point when you start rolling all them sevens. You know what I mean? Bill Steele says Arkansas does not have a top-ranked position in the SEC. They have the third-best offensive line, according to Phil Steele. That's their highest position. And the offensive line's good. It's, uh, there's a lot of starts in that. I like the offensive like line. Like the Very offensive line, like, uh, they're going to run the ball. Yes. My, my question is, okay, what do you? all the 50-50 balls you threw to Traylon and just let him go get, how are you going to account for that this year? Well, I wonder... When will the passing game look like the passing game for 12 games? And will there be any games, particularly early, where the passing game looks like the Penn State game, where they threw for like 90 yards? You can't throw for 90 yards against Cincinnati. You can't. You can't throw for 90 yards against South Carolina. He's going to have to be better. How how long does it take to do that? Because they, they, they threw for... Um, 98 yards in that game. Yeah, that's, 98. That's going to be tough. Yeah. So, and they had. It's not like um, it's not like they had two days to prepare for Traylon Burks's absence. They had weeks to prepare a game plan without Traylon Burks. That's something that has not been discussed very much. It's not like he uh, he upped and uh, announced it like the night before the game, and no, they had this no, no, plan no. for him. They had a plan without Traylon Burks. The, the passing game is going to be a little bit different this year. I, I know Bryles likes his system and he likes to take shots downfield, and that's you know that's kind of in his DNA. But I think they're going to have to look at this differently, at least at the start of the season, as they become more familiar and they develop their chemistry and they kind of get everybody kind of gets on the same page. Yeah, you can probably do some things, but I think screen game, short games, going to be really yeah. important. Can get, just get get Hazelwood or get you know Rocket Sanders or Wing any of these guys get them out in space and just let them go. Yak yards exactly. after catch. Right. Yeah. All right. Let me see what uh, JW is uh, uh, here for. Uh, hey JW, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I am at least pleased that thirty five percent of your audience uh, understands what the greatest of all time means, which is Muhammad Ali, and that's just. I mean. I, that doesn't even seem disgusting to me. But I've got three points okay. that I, you can take them or leave them what they are. Uh, Sun Tzu in The Art of War, and the SEC West is war, says that the war is is won 
before the first shot is ever fired. Number two, if that's the case, what you need to do is keep the enemy off balance. Do not let them know what you're going to do. Make them prepare what you might do. Make them have to spend their defensive time preparing for something that you will not necessarily expect from the team. And I think that that helps. Number three is roll the ball out there and let's tee it up and play and let the cards fall where they may. And I think we got a pretty good shot because we got a good field general in our coach. And we got pieces, maybe not the pieces other teams have, but it's how you use the pieces, not what pieces you have. And so I'll just let it go at that. And uh, I hope somebody refutes me, but I don't see how they can. Okay. Thank you, JW. JW going Sun Tzu. <laughs> I didn't have that on my bingo card. <laughs> and last week we're talking about air conditioners and dogs, and this week it's Sun Tzu and the Art of War. Yeah. Boy, that JW. A rack him, by the way. Oh, yeah. That was a, a quality oh, a phone here's, call. Here's there. one of my favorite 80s arguments. Shane and Ozark wants to know if Tyson would beat Ali in their prime. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. See, Muhammad Ali beat Mike Tyson. He was just named George Foreman. I mean, oh. He beat him. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. No. I played Punch Out the other day in honor of Mike Tyson. What a great game. Yeah, that's a that that's an all timer. Yeah. That's an all timer. They um is this on that little tiny Nintendo? No, 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 no. Oh, we, it's on we, old school. Yeah, we dug the uh we dug the, uh, the NES? NES out wow. and we, we actually did it. That's exciting. So you actually had Mike Tyson punch out. Correct. Because on the little one, mm-hmm. it's not Mike Tyson didn't. Li- it's just punch out now. No, it, no. This was the. But you still have to beat the hobo and all that stuff. You know, the glass. It's who is it? Soda Popinski and King Hippo and uh, I forget. There's a who. German guy in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in there. There's a there's because he had the he was bald with the mustache. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh well. All right. Uh, Big Mike has text into the program. Cincinnati and BYU do not have SEC linemen. They should run all over them like they did Penn State. Keep thinking that. Your thoughts. Um, Tell me you don't know anything about BYU or Cincinnati without telling me you don't know anything about BYU or Cincinnati. Well, well, I mean, here's the deal. It'll run all over them. And what was the score in that game? Um, 24-10? Okay. Somebody knows something somewhere because Cincinnati spread is six and BYU is favored by two. So somebody knows something somewhere about these, uh, these rosters and how they're Constructed. This is why this information is so much more valuable to me, Zachary, than anyone around here picking. I find picking the win total by people who live here in our business kind of a fool's errand because what are you supposed to say? We're all going to shoot high because we want to be liked. These people out in Vegas, like, they don't care. No, they have no bias. They they, they have one bias. Phil Steele doesn't care. He, he's just trying to get the most information out there. Now, and, he, and, and most of these picks here are not based in information. They're based in wishing well. Big, big Mike is right about one thing. They don't have SEC linemen. What they do have are a lot of NFL dudes. And they play a complicated oh. scheme, which will give Arkansas problems. Now, I don't know how much Big Mike watches a lot of this. Arkansas is not particularly good 
in their gap scheme and and you know what we used to call wedge blocking, which is hey we're cut we're lined up we're going to come right downhill at you. Arkansas runs the outside zone okay, and that plays right into what Cincinnati wants to do because Cincinnati's got lighter guys that want to run and can track you down. These uh, these games of the year that we talked about yesterday, it confirmed to me that a lot of these are toss ups. Somebody texted earlier. I can guarantee circle three wins on this schedule. I think they're going to be good, but I can I feel confident enough to circle three wins. These games of the year that were released by the Superbook confirmed to me there's going to be a lot of toss-up games, and it's going to come down to a bounce here or there. There's no, like, BYU, they have it as coming down to a bounce here or there. And, you know, the altitude's a thing, and you're going to be playing probably in the middle of the night. I mean, come on, that's going to be a 9 p.m. kick, I, I still contend, on ESPN out there uh, in, in Provo. So I just, I... I don't know. There's a gap between what the what these people who really know this stuff and these people who are hoping that they're good. The, 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 the gap is fairly significant between those two picks right now. And I don't know how to I don't know how to uh, navigate so, there, that. There's no, there aren't a lot of knowns. You know KJ's good. You know the offensive line good. You know the the running backs are good. You don't know a lot of you don't know anything about the defense cuz it's uh, it's basically brand new. You know, you talk about you know the BYU thing going one way or another. The guy you got to worry about is Jaron Hall, their quarterback. I mean, this is a NFL ready type of guy, and they've got dudes they can throw it to. That's a team that if you're not ready to play them, will beat you. Should you go up and win? Yeah, you should, and you should beat Cincinnati. But if you have, if you're off, it's not it's not a team that you can walk in and you're gonna. Who was the team they beat seventy to seven or Nickel State where they just showed up? It was a Bealum again. Yeah, seventy seven okay. to nothing. Yeah, whatever that was. I mean, this isn't Nickel State. If you're not on your game, they'll beat you. And you know when you're talking about a young team, inexperience wise, not necessarily the uh, you know the age of the players, but inexperience. And that's that, I keep going back to that. The, yeah. You lost a ton of experience, guys who played a lot of football. That made oh, your defense they, really, really they got good. Four starters back on defense. Exactly. That's it. Four. Exactly. And one guy. And one guy didn't play last year. Catalan. A, a lot of last year. He played. He I played mean, at he, times. Yeah. I mean, he was out most of last year. So, I mean, you've got some guys that have played. They just haven't had. That, they haven't been the guy. This is my thing. I, I I agree with you on this. I believe they have a roster capable of doing all of these things that everybody says they can do. One through twenty-two. I think they can do it. But because of the inexperience, I have to question how long it'll take to get there. Because this is because this is the most difficult schedule that has ever been dece- uh, uh, made up by man. Your four non-cons, there's no layups this year. No. Missouri State's ranked in the FCS. Liberty goes to bowl games, and Hughes always going to have a quarterback. Like there's not going. I don't see where the forty-nine to seven is. On this one. Usually that's easy to spot. I don't know. Unless something really goes haywire and someone comes in here and just turns the ball over a bunch of times. 866-285-4005 is the phone number. Yes, Vegas wants the money on both sides. But yes, two things are true here. These are also a pretty good, unbiased way to analyze a football game. And yes, they do want action on both sides. Like, two things are true there. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. 
Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. You had a multi-format, you had a, a, a monopoly, you had a multi-format right, radio yeah. uh, company going on. That's right. Uh, where yeah. were you located? We, 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 were, we were licensed to Cersei, mm-hmm. and uh, we could From be heard. Bedroom. We could be heard anywhere in the, uh, in the, uh, in the premises Just there. Just out of curiosity, That's... what were the formats? I would love to know. We had a, uh, I like to uh, do a two-hour shift on the pop station, because uh-huh. that was my music. <laughs> So I would do that. Uh-huh. Every I would work yeah. uh, like a noon to two. I uh, would do uh, obviously. Here's yeah. somebody who uh, listened to your uh, your radio operation. Uh, was the radio tower painted with lead based paint? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. All right. So so you built a radio tower, huh? That did, yeah. Well, a I lot. mean, you gotta have, if you're gonna have a radio station, you have a tower. Like that's the rule. Like that's the way it works. How many people uh, were employed by this? Did your mom, dad pull a shift? No, just me. Just you. Oh, you went automation. Yeah, the rest yeah, of the we, day. we we jukebox the rest right. of the day. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and and what uh, were you you know having sports? Did you do sports talk? I tried to. I could never do it by myself. Mm. Like you had to have someone else to talk. Were to. you in your twenties when this was going? I on? was twenty-seven years old. <laughs> yes. No. Huh. Really? I was like 10, 11, I don't know. And what were the call letters? So we were. Uh, you ready? Yes. KMIX Mix 96. <laughs> Cersei. A Ruskin broadcasting station. Uh, well, were you like a 50,000 watt Oh, we were, a, we were a blowtorch. Oh, you went 100, did you? Oh, yeah, because Class C please, all the way. Please tell me you had a license. Oh, no, I didn't have a license. Mm. No, it was it was an uh, illegal. Oh, it was a pirate radio That's job. right. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, right. right. Yeah, but we had all the power. And uh, yeah. Ooh. That's right. That's what I did. That's what I did. Thank you very much. So you, I mean, was, and now here I am at a real radio station. All these years later, isn't that something? Look at you, isn't that something? Huh? How about that? Wow. Twenty-five years later. So thirty years later. I don't know Mm. what it is. And your mom never questioned any of this. No, no, no. They just let me do my thing. Mm Hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, Just for fun. Yes. uh, Did you run? uh, Did you run contests on uh, KMIX? Cersei? Hey, it's Mix 96. Get I'm sorry. It right. Mix. Oh, you even, we, you well, had, even yeah, had a dial we, position. Okay. We did. We had the 96 days of summer oh my God. <laughs> where we would give away things. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> we had imaging, <laughs> which was just me singing. That was the imaging. We couldn't have jingle singers or anything like that. I dude. know your parents are listening. Please, if those tapes exist. They don't. There's no You tapes. don't know that. If no, they, I never taped any of it. What? What yeah, if they did? I, because I knew that this day would come where there would be reckoning and be like, well, we got to hear those tapes. We've got to hear they those tapes. They don't exist. We've got to find them. <laughs> I have got, they've got to exist somewhere in your house. Your mother, I know how parents operate. They you know, your kid's doing something cute. You, you record just a little bit of it. I need it. I had, um, <laughs> I would just accumulate furniture that the house, that no one wanted anymore in the uh-huh. house. And I would just like, like make stuff like I had a, a, a wicker table with a glass top. That was the table I used. I had a the 96 days of summer. That's right. I had a wow. big box that I turned into a desk because I cut 
the well, side off of it. Yeah, if, if you're ever going to start up a fictitious radio station again, I've got a great giveaway that we actually used yeah. to do. Okay. And we used to give away a Corvette. Unfortunately, what the the <laughs> I, what the winners of said Corvette did not know is that when they brought it to us, it was on the back of a flatbed and it was generally destroyed. <laughs> You got a you got a demolition derby Corvette. Oh yeah, yeah. We had it redone. <laughs> we we got it we got it we got a little spruced up just enough where you wouldn't know until you drove it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you hate it now? Wait till you That's drive. That's right. It. Thank you, Eugene Levy. And did vacation. you have a sales staff? No, it was me. I didn't know. I didn't know at eleven or twelve like how any of this worked. Uh huh. Say all I knew. So what happened was, my dad and the um. <laughs> When I was a little kid, like kindergarten, first grade, my dad traded out dry cleaning at the local radio station. So what would happen in the summer is he would go drop off the dry cleaning and I would wander around the radio station. And all the exciting stuff was like in the control room. Not that exciting was in sales. They were like desks. Yes. They weren't even computers back then. Right. So you just so I want, that. I just wander around right. all the, I mean, they had a World War II radar in there that they converted to a weather radar. Sure. A big thing that yep. probably killed a bunch uh, of people Justin with radiation. Justin wants to know, did you ever do the advertisements for monster truck rallies and tractor pulls? <laughs> <laughs> what I would do is I would periodically record commercials off the radio and then just play them back. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Self-therapy is starting. Jeremy in Fort Smith says, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a weatherman. I would record myself doing weather forecasts on an old camcorder. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you run down, you can run down the street, go see Darby. He'd love that. I, there was a summer where I was obsessed with the weather, and I put, like, green poster board on the wall to be the weatherman. There was this is, a summer that that happened, question. Too. Did you uh, list KMIX uh, Cersei on your resume? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I should previous, have. previous experience. No, but I should have. That's very good. Thank you. <laughs> That's fun, right? Good fun. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun. Did you uh, did you have guests? No, no. no I was just playing the just hits, playing man. The hits? Like, playing I, the hits. I mean, did you do it proper? I mean, did you rotate them properly? I don't know. I I had like you got to play the hits once an hour. I had like top, eight, top had 20s like, once an hour. I had like eight CDs. I just played oh, those. What were you playing? Well, I, this is when they had single CDs. Right. You could buy like Duncan Sheik barely breathing for three bucks at Hastings. So I was in on that. No, you're, you're forgetting about the time the KMIX was. I was probably losing to KMIX uh, when I was working in commercial radio. I was probably losing to KMIX. You had a real job. I, I, I did. I was job. doing it. You know, I thought I was doing it for real, but uh, no. I mean, yeah. there you go. Uh, hey, give it to me. All right, come on. Let's hear, let's hear it. Mix ninety six on this Tuesday afternoon. It's Derek Ruskin. Stick around for your latest chance to win. Oh, ah, you. That's the short version. I'm sorry. That's the commercial radio version. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, I'm used to the, the I'm used to the album cut with a longer lead-in. Sorry about that. Yeah. Did you record commercials or or did you? I mean, were you just? I recorded them off the radio. So whatever uh, they had, I used. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand. Did you the build val- a production room? No, I had uh, one. That, that would have been sad. You know, when I was really little, uh, oh, like first grade, uh-huh. I would record stuff in the closet, and that was like the production room. But that was. Many, many years ago. Oh, so KMIX was actually in business for quite a few years. Well, it, it went under it went underwent a few format changes before <laughs> we landed on KMIX. Oh, what did one of the uh, one of the big uh, radio companies come in and, and buy it from you? And we they, had a consultant come no, in and said, oh, there, yeah, there is it, not a top always, 40 station in Cersei, <laughs> and you need to put one on, and I did. So. It's always the consultant. That's right, exactly. Yeah, it's always the consultant. <laughs> okay, all right. I couldn't do sports talk, though. I tried, and I just couldn't do it because you need – the only way to do it back then was you had to have calls. Well, I didn't have calls. 
I didn't um, know you could just talk to yourself for an hour and call it a show. I didn't know you could do that. Now I do. So. Huh. Okay. We, so. we talk to ourselves every day in here. Is so. there a KMIX uh, Wikipedia page? I mean, there is an actual station with those calls somewhere, but uh-huh. it's not mine. Oh, so you stole them? Okay. Oh yeah, it was. It was and, total... and when you were doing it, did you? It was a KMIX. <laughs> no, no, we didn't. No, we did. You only. You, we only. We used. We went by Mix ninety six. We okay. didn't have K, KMIX only at the top of the hour for legal ID. KMIX Cersei. Oh yeah, I had the Now CDs. That's how I got a yeah, lot of music. Yeah, yeah. Now, Now Two, all that stuff. Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Believe at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. PristineAuction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site. With an A-plus BBB rating, auctions on PristineAuction.com start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autographed items available. So you win signed authentic signatures at affordable prices. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for $110. Deals like these are happening all the time on PristineAuction.com, and they have just about every player you could want, including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. Every item on PristineAuction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators. Upgrade your collection of signed memorabilia today and get $10 off your first item one when you use code HTL when you sign up. Again, pristineauction.com, use code HTL and get $10 off your first item one. And that's not all. In addition to $10 off your first item, we are giving away a signed Traylon Burks Arkansas Razorbacks jersey to one lucky listener who signs up using this code HTL. Here's your chance to win. All you have to do is sign up on their website using our registration code HTL to be entered. Visit pristineauction.com slash register today. Now back to the podcast. Paul from Rogers suggested a new segment where we read parts of books. <laughs> Would you oh, explain I, why I, this is a bad idea? I, no. Okay. Uh, I, I misspoke. It wasn't a B-2 bomber. That's the stealth bomber. That would have been weird in 1956. No. I don't know what. It was the, the big bomber from the day, whatever it was. God, I hate air, airplane aficionados. Oh, you're talking about the yeah. Beano. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Who cares? Yeah. That's the question. Does anyone care? No. That's the ultimate question. Does anyone care? <laughs> the Fayetteville Bears on a roll. Oh, what's he, he got he, now? He has sent us one with Wallace now. 
fighting the bear. Oh, see Wallace. Wow. <laughs> That's too bad. C. Wallace has got to be off the hook, right? He's like, yeah. God for that Ruskin guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I may be canonized now. After all this stuff. All righty. So you have a uh, a top five list you'd like to share with us? Well, in in, in total transparency, it's a ripoff of a uh, a thing that Irish Illustrated does, where they take like the top, they take the roster and they rank them one through. A hundred. We'll do it, Ruskin and, and Zach Illustrated. Then. Right. This is this is just, and they they rank them in order of importance, and it's very. And I'm giving you some background. It's very easy to say that KJ Jefferson's important, but I think we know what we have with KJ. I, I'll give you five players that if these guys are not good, things could get a little dicey. Five guys. Five guys. Okay. Number one on my list, and not not these are in no particular order. I'm just going by, but we'll start on the offensive side. Keytron Jackson's got to be good. I think we understand what Warren Thompson is. I don't know that he's an elite-level receiver, but he is a good, solid SEC receiver. We okay. think that uh, Hazelwood is going to be really good, but we don't know that. I saw somebody the other day saying, well, you know what you have with him. He's got like 65 career catches. It's it's a little tough to say this is what he's going to do when, you play, when he played in a different hold, offense in the Big 12. Hold on. I, I need a timeout here. How could anyone? With a straight face, say you know what you've got with him. The head coach himself mm-hmm. said at media days a week ago, he has not yet lived up to what they thought he would be out of high school. There you go. And we're banking on that happening with us. That's mm-hmm. basically what he said. It's a paraphrase. It's not a direct quote. That's what he said. So someone's not telling the truth because one person said, you know what you've got? The head coach said, we're banking on him being this, but he hasn't done right. it yet. And, and it was a member of the media that said it. And the, you know how... The, you know what you're going to you, get. You, you, you have no idea what you've got with oh, him yet. He may turn out to be the player you think he is, but you can't sit here and say, patently, this is... you know We know what we're going to get. Keytron Jackson is a sophomore. He is a super talented player. He's got good size. He's about 6'2". He's about 200, 205 pounds, whatever he's going to come in at. He is... He's the future at that position, and he's got to be good. This has got to be a year where he's been productive. You have to get K.J. Jefferson as many targets out there as you can possibly get because you're weak at the tight end position. Trey Knox, we think, is going to be good, but now you're asking him to play 12 games at the tight end spot, which he's never done before. But you know what you got with Trey Knox. Do you? (laughs) I'm just making fun of that I mean, he played like five games at at the tight end spot last year, and teams... Didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know what Arkansas was going to do. He with has him. bulked up, though. I did. See I understand that. that. But now you have a book on him. You've got five games of tape. This is what he can do. Now teams will scheme to defend him. This is why Keytron Jackson, as your third wide receiver, has to be good. Warren Thompson is a solid guy. He's not a game breaker. He's he's fine. You think Hazelwood is the guy to replace Burks? You need that third option, and it's got to be Keytron Jackson. And he has to be good. If he's good, you've got a chance to be really good on offense. I will say this till the cows come home. Number two on my list, it's Luke Jones. Okay. I will tell you the story of Luke Jones. He was a three-star coming out of Central Arkansas, coming out of PA. He went to Notre Dame. He got beat. He got beat out for the job. He got hurt. He slid down the depth chart. He transfers. He's an interior player by nature. They're going to kick him out to left tackle. The most important spot, KJ's blind side, and you're going to ask him to be Myron, uh, Cunningham, Myron Cunningham from last year, who was okay. I mean, Myron Cunningham was a good player out there. Yep. You're going to ask a guy who's never played the position to take on SEC defensive linemen from 
in a position he's never played before. He has to be great. He, he doesn't have to be good. He has to be great. Because if you if you got KJ constantly on the run, what happens to quarterbacks when they get moved off their spot? Percentages go down. They throw the ball away. They throw it into traffic, that sort of thing. KJ's got to have time. Luke Jones has to be He doesn't have to be good. He has to be great. If you're going to make this thing go the way you think you can. The rest of the offensive line, I think, is pretty good from, from left guard to right tackle. You're, they got a lot of just giant dudes up there that are just just mauling yeah, I mean, they're, they're, people. Yeah. They are good. I don't know about Trey Knox as a blocker. I, I don't have enough of a book on him. He may be, they list him at 235 pounds. If he can block and can be a physical blocker at the point of attack, you're 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 pretty good in that particular uh, in that particular thing. But Luke Jones has got to be great. He just simply has to be great. It's one of those things where if KJ gets hit, quarterback's clock starts getting accelerated, and then he gets rushed, and then the ball's coming out earlier than it should be. If he's good on the left side, you're good. Uh, this offense will put up points. I don't think you have to worry about any of that stuff. Luke Jones, I, mean, I circled that one. That was like the first one. Luke Jones, just, and, and I don't know if he can play left tackle or not. I think the coaches feel pretty good about it. Sam Pittman's got a history of producing really good college offensive linemen. If Sam Pittman says, hey, he can play left tackle, all right. I, I'm, I don't have any anything to contradict that. I'm just simply saying he's got to be good or this offense can't go anywhere. Okay. Uh, next on my list, where's the pass rush coming from? Zach Williams, it's time. I mean, it, this is your third year. It's time. It's time for him to be the player, the four-star that we all thought he would be. He's got to be. They don't have an elite edge rusher yet. You know, I know you're bringing back Dorian Gerald. You're going to bring in some guys that uh, Eric Gregory, who is an interior player, is your leading returning pass rusher. And I think he had four sacks last year. Somebody can look that up for me. But Zach, well, it's time. It is simply time for him to to become the player that we think he is. If If they haven't been able to generate a pass rush, from that defensive line consistently. Who, who did you say? Zach the Gregory. Up. Zach Gregory. Yep. What did he have last year? Uh, you mean Eric Gregory? I'm sorry. Yeah, Eric Gregory. Eric Gregory had one sack last year. One? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. He had one. You, they haven't been able to generate a pass rush from that defensive line spot yet. He's got to no, be. No, last mean, year's it, leader in sacks was Hayden Henry, a linebacker. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I think Gregory is the leading returner on the defensive line. I think I read that right. But, I mean, Zach Williams is built for it. And you're talking 6'4", 250 pounds, edge rusher speed, should be able to get to the quarterback or at least speed things up for quarterbacks. And and it just hasn't happened yet. Hopefully this is the year that the, that the light goes on and everything sort of rolls into place. And if you can get pressure with a down three and you're rushing one linebacker, you're in pretty good shape. Next on my list is Drew Sanders. Five-star athlete, played at Alabama. I mean, all the, the pedigree is there. We don't know anything. You're Just simply, whoever, I don't care if it was Drew Sanders or if it was Colonel Sanders, whoever's replacing that that those two guys at that second level, Bumper Pools, whoever's lining up next to Bumper Pools, probably one of the most important players on the defense. You're talking about 200 and something combined tackles that, you, that walked out the door. And we don't know if Drew Sanders can play or not. We think he can. I mean, we, he looks the part. We think he can. But you don't know. Yeah. And if he is, if Drew Sanders is as good as they say he is, maybe it's a seamless transition and everything just flows. Great. Okay. That's that's what you're hoping for. That's also, that's when you're reloading and you're not you're not rebuilding. You're reloading. The head coach said last week they're better on defense this year than they were last year. That's what he said. Okay, I'll buy that. They look more athletic. Uh, you know, better. You know, that time will tell. You got eleven tests, twelve tests. Uh, this text says, you know what you're getting with Colonel Sanders. 
That's a good point. Eleven yes. herbs yep. and spices. Yep, you're right. And and I, I misspoke there. That's that's on me. My bad. Sorry about that. And then um, my last one, <clears throat> and this is, I'm not picking on the guy, but Hudson Clark has had some really good moments. He has had some really shaky moments. And Malik Chavis, one of those two guys. I mean, you're you're talking about replacing Mo Brown, guy that got drafted by the Jaguars, probably going to make their opening day roster. You're replacing your best corner, and those are the two guys that you've got lined up to do it. One of them has to be good. If those five guys, the the, the players that I just named, Sanders, Williams, the two corners, Clark and uh, and Hudson, Luke Jones, and uh, Keetron Jackson, if they're good, Arkansas can go win 10 games. They can win nine games. The chances can. Of, yeah. They can. But, I mean, they, you have to have those five guys be really, really good if you're going to go win 10 games. Mm-hmm. Those two corners, you can't play zone all day long. You've got two years' worth of tape on that defense, that defensive scheme. You cannot sit in a palms defense or a three high or two high. You've got to be able to mix it up. You've got to be able to play man at times. And I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if Hudson Clark can do that. He feels more like a big safety to me. You've also got to give Jalen Catalan an opportunity. Jalen Catalan's rule, and now they're going to go three three five. Rule number one for Jalen Catalan is run support. They're not going to ask him to cover people. Right. He's he's looking in the backfield. His job is run support, and you can't sacrifice him in run support if you're not sure what you have at corner, where you've got to back him off, and his first responsibility suddenly becomes pass defense versus run defense. Nate wants to hear pathway to 10 wins. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I will never do that again. I'm, that's three years ago I'm still hearing about that. You are. Pathway to seven wins, and then they fired the coach midseason that year. <laughs> Uh, here you go. Text out the 479. Landon Jackson will be an edge rusher. Yes, he will play the position. If you can if you can sit there and tell me a guy who played a couple of snaps at LSU last year is going to suddenly become an all-SEC defensive end, okay. Well, maybe in this system, I mean, stuff happens. Well, sure stuff happens, but you can't sit there and just and say, this is going to happen if you've never seen the guy play before. No, I, I, I reject that. Yeah, you cannot definitively say anything right now. But well, I, no, I, no, I, I could... That's not true. Because I think we know Bumper Pool's a good player. Okay, yeah. You can say that. You can say KJ. Like that. I mean, you, there are guys you know. With, what with guys who've never put on the yes. uniform yet. 100% agree with you, that. You don't know what you're getting. Yep. You don't know. You don't know if they're going to jive with the system and be better or not as good. Okay. You don't know. Take Jaden Johnson. You're going to ask, who the hell's Jaden Johnson? Jaden Johnson's your, your, the, uh, the, the transfer you got from Georgia. Just because he went to Georgia doesn't mean he's a five-star and he's going to be a, an elite-level player. Jaden Johnson's a good, competent safety yeah. But in this, in this, and I, I told you this a long time ago, communication is going to be huge. You've got so many new guys on the defensive side of that football. And the one thing that you didn't have to do with Henry and with Grant Morgan, they didn't need to talk to each other. They just knew. They could look at each other and they knew. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to literally spell it out, at least in the beginning, against a couple of teams that, you know, Spencer Rattler coming in week two. You don't want to have communication issues. You will have bust after bust after bust. That 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 experience level that you had last year was a comfort. It was something they could lean lean on and do. They could. You didn't have to talk. No. You just knew, yeah. and that that's gone. And and you can't get it back other than just letting these guys play. This is your drive home on Ruskin and Zach, powered by Mister Sparky. I continue to say, if you've got to put three and ifs when you're talking about your football team preseason, I don't think they can get the realistically get the whatever that thing is that you've, you've put out there in front of them. And what are the what-ifs right now? Well, they got to keep K.J. healthy, and, mm-hmm. and and if they keep K.J. healthy, and if they get a pass rush, and if the receivers are are uh, able to replace um, 
uh, Traylon Burks by committee, and if the linebackers are effective, and if the secondary is good, we're up to five now. So I don't know. Like, you're, if you're making a case for nine and you've got like six caveats in there, I have a hard yeah. time buying nine. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But they'll be good. That's the thing is people don't understand anymore in this instant Twitter world. Like, it's either pass-fail. And if you don't, it, it, like, if you... It, it's nine, you pass. It's ten, you pass. If they win six, it's a total failure. That's not the way it is. That's not the way it works. So, I don't... Um, and trees, as I like to say, trees don't grow to the sky. Like, this continued upward trend, like, will stop at some point. Eventually, they will either win all the games or they have to come back at some point. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the things they have. But there's a lot of things that are question marks that are not really being talked about all that much around this state right now because we're in the blind um, optimism phase of summertime where everything's possible and you don't really hear about the bad stuff right now. And I totally understand that. But all right, I misidentified Jaden Johnson. Young stop. I meant Brinny. Sorry, I had him backwards. My bad. Y'all settle down. You apologize no, I, for that. I, I I agree with you. There's just there's a lot of questions. There aren't a lot of questions at Alabama. The one thing that I guess maybe, and I was talking to a coach about this, when you're not sure what you have on defense, you can say all the things you want at media day. Say, ah, oh, we're better than we were last year. That's great. I mean, you got 12 tests coming. We'll find out. You don't want to get into a situation where you're in a Mike Leach situation where your offense can score a ton of points, but you can't stop anybody. Right. I mean, then then you have to start altering your game plan to account for your defense. You don't want the other team getting the ball. Suddenly become conservative, and you're trying to run it and, and milk clock and eat, and, you know, eat clock. So that you don't have to put your defense back out there. Yeah, uh, they do run a run to ball um, I, I, yeah. at Arkansas, and, so, and I mean, they should. That's, that's that's something. They it's absolutely just, should. I'm just God. I'm just so intrigued with what this is going to look like. I have no i I don't know what to expect. I mean, I know everybody thinks that this is going to be, you know, the greatest season of our lives, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't really know. It's yes, and, it, and it, it's fascinating yes, to me. Yes, we know exactly what it's going to look like. Go watch a Penn State game. That's, that's going to happen 12 times, not, though? Not I 12 can't imagine times, that. But the first week, the second week, yeah, that's what it's going to look like because they're not going to open themselves up to to really to, to, to blow to implode the thing. You don't want K.J. getting out there not feeling confident with the receivers, throwing three interceptions, and you wind up losing to Cincinnati. What do you do best? You run the ball. So they're just going to lean on that and just I think they're going to lean up. on it and, and, and let the passing game grow naturally. Remember what K.J. They, looked like in the, in the first game last year? It wasn't good. He wasn't good throwing the football, but what did he do? He ripped off a 50-yard to uh, 40-yard touchdown run, I think, for their first touchdown. I, I think that's the that that's going to be what they're going to need to lean on if they're going to let the passing game grow. It's going to be short passes. It's not going to be you know a lot of down the field, just throw it up in the air, let an NFL draft pick go get it. We got a question about Rattler's good, but does South Carolina have receivers for him? Uh, Phil still has two all-conference receivers. At South Carolina, a second-team guy and a third-team guy. So there is apparently yeah. some talent there for him to throw to. Yeah, I mean, he. what do we know about Tom Brady? Tom Brady's never played or played with one Hall of Fame wide receiver. A good quarterback can make receivers better. Yeah. yeah. Josh Van and Antoine Wells are those receivers. Mm-hmm. There. And Texas 501 brings up the point that, uh, that Drew Sanders played uh, an edge position. They play a base 3-4 down at Alabama, so he's playing yeah. the outside linebacker spot, kind of like what Will Anderson does. Yeah. This is going to be a little bit of a change, but it's also back to a more natural position for him. He's yeah. a smaller guy. He's not 250 pounds. He's not the size of Hayden Henry or, or uh, uh, Grant Morgan. He's a smaller guy. He's a faster guy. 
that I, I agree with, you know, they're more athletic on defense. I, I certainly agree with that. They, I mean, they look like an SEC defense now. It's taken two years to kind of get those guys together. But your uh, your linebacker core really, I mean, they can run. You know, one of the things last year that, that when they got beat outside, they just couldn't get to the sidelines. You know, if you ran right at them, I mean, they were going to stonewall you. When teams had success running the ball, it was outside. Yeah. You know, Drew Sanders is fast enough and to, to get outside, and, and I believe Bumper Pool is too. They, they can get to the corners, get to the edges, and shut some of that stuff down. All right. It's uh, Ruskin and Zach here. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. That's a lot of sports. I'm exhausted <laughs> now. But, I mean, wait, we got, uh, we got um, you know, four or five weeks or whatever it is. So there's yeah, we a do. real and, game. So. And, and these are just uh, – nobody can say for sure. I, I, there are certain things you can say for sure. KJ's good. The running back room's good. The offensive line's good. You know that. Defensively, I don't think you have as many, yeah, we know for sure. I mean, your kicking game seems solid. Oh, man. I was surprised Cam Little didn't get any uh, all-conference love. I mean, he's outstanding. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Listen up, people. Over the years, I've learned how important hydration is in my workouts and everyday life. It's the key to helping my body move, recover, and just have a good time when I'm exercising and staying active. Things go even better when I'm well hydrated before I even start moving. Noon Hydration doesn't want you to wait to hydrate. They want you to start hydrated. Noon Sport Hydration Tablets hydrate better than water alone. Just drop them in your water, dissolve, and enjoy. They contain five essential electrolytes and come in crisp and refreshing flavors like strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and many more. They also have non-GMO vegan and gluten-free ingredients and only one gram of sugar. Noon hydrates you so you can do more, go further, and recover faster. And that means you can have a heck of a lot more fun. Since hydrated humans have the most fun, head over to shop now on NoonLife.com and pick some up today so you're ready for anything. Because anything can happen after noon. When raising a Pacifico beer with friends you just met (laughs) turns into hitting up their friend's local art show, getting inspired to create something together, and painting your first mural, you found what was waiting for you. Pacifico. Life's waiting. 21 plus only. Discover responsibly. Pacifico Clara Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.